St. Leo 360, a 360-degree overview of the St. Leo University community. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the St. Leo 360 podcast. My name is Yorel Smalls, a communication major here at St. Leo University, and I'm excited to be guest hosting this episode. I'd like to welcome to the podcast my two guests, Jace Banks and Tyler Bordeaux, from the Teak Fraternity Chapter here at St. Leo University. Guys, welcome. Thank you for having me. Yep, thanks for having me. Super excited to be here. Let's start off with some basics. How old are you? Where did you go to high school? And what made you want to enroll in St. Leo? Right. I'm Tyler Bordeaux. I'm 22 years old, and I went to high school down in Venice, Florida, at Venice High School. And the reason I wanted to go to St. Louis University is because uh, my brother was here. I'm Jace. I'm 24 years old, and I went to high school at Hope Academy, which is in the Cayman Islands. So if you've ever even heard of that, I would be super surprised. And um, the reason why I came to St. Leo is because I knew a few people that went here before. Um, I had relatives as well as friends that kind of just like put it on the map for me. That's awesome. So what's your major and what do you plan on doing after college? Tyler, we can start with you. All right. So uh, my major is cybersecurity. And what I plan to do after college is try to work in uh, incident response or computer forensics, something along the lines of... um, Digital security. And uh, I'm in digital communications, currently on the digital media influencer track. And once I uh, graduate from Leo, my plan is to either grow my businesses that I have back home or maybe try to get into something a little bit more creative and see where that takes me. If you don't mind me asking, Jace, what businesses do you do? Uh, I have a transportation company back home in Cayman Islands, and it's called uh, Cayman Transport Service. So it's kind of just like a taxi and tour uh, type of company, and I love being able to talk to people and, you know, hear about their trips and where they're from. I meet people from, you know, like Ukraine, China, you know, Indonesia, Japan, America, the U.S., Argentina, and it's just really cool seeing um, all these people from different walks of life, you know, all come to one area to share a great experience. And I also started a, um, a digital company called Digital Shift, and it's going to basically just be helping companies move more into that digital space, you know, social media marketing, websites, uh, creating content, managing those um, domains and accounts for them as well. So, yeah, a few different things. That's very good. That's that's the future right now. The next question is, what has your overall St. Leo experience been like? I think my St. Leo experience has been uh, pretty mixed so far. I think it was really good when uh, COVID wasn't a thing. And right now, again, back to that uh, pre-COVID life and adjusting really good. I think there's been a lot that the schools had to offer for these times. Um, Obviously, living on campus through COVID, there wasn't really much you could do. But besides that, I think it's been pretty good. Uh, without COVID and everything like that? Uh, Yeah, for me, I mean, it's kind of been similar. Uh, I think one thing that definitely has uh, impacted my St. Leo experience is just like my major. I know that my major is uh, pretty new. I would say it's probably under two years old. It was very recently developed, and that has played like a big part of my overall experience at St. Leo, just feeling like my work and the assignments that I'm getting are relevant and actually useful, as well as... uh, 
our particular professor. Shout out to uh, Mr. Embry, Dr. Kenneth Embry. He's he's so dope. He's helped me a lot. He's helped a lot of people. You know, he makes class fun, but he uh, is the type of person where he cares about our assignments and our success. And I think he's made a big difference in my life and a lot of the other communication students in his classes and just kind of uh, showing us that school is really for learning, not just submitting pointless assignments, but, you know, actually making us feel uh, connected and like we're doing something useful. You're absolutely right. I had a few classes with Kenneth and he's a great teacher, a really great professor. I would recommend him to any freshman or anybody that's in the communication field that wants to take a class with him. So now I want to talk about the organization that both of y'all are in, and I know that I'm rushing for it too, so that's a plus. And I just want to know, what does TKE stand for? Tyler, can I ask you? So TKE stands for Tall Cap Epsilon. What is the mission of the organization? Uh, the mission of our organization is to aid men in their mental, moral, and social development for life. So what made you both join Teak, and what are your roles in the organization? Uh, the reason I joined Teak was because when I first got to St. Leo, they were like the first group of guys that I saw. And when I got to meet them, they were all down to earth, um, willing to have a conversation with you. They didn't really care about any of the typical uh, college things. They just went for you for your character. They didn't care about where you came from or how much money you had. Um, and that really drew me to Teak. That drew me to hang out with them a lot and understand that there's they, what they have to offer and all the things that they do around campus. And uh, my current position in Teak is I'm the president. For me, what made me join Teak is uh, when I came to St. Leo, I was a transfer student. And I was just kind of noticing in one or two of my classes, I saw some guys in Teak and then um, kind of like through their involvement in my class, um, I just became more aware of um, Greek life as a whole. I didn't really see a lot of people um, representing organizations, so it wasn't really like too much on the map for me. But after seeing it in class, I also um, was talking to one of my classmates who ended up uh, joining as well, Emmanuel, and he and I were talking about uh, going out to basically just see their rush events because we liked the people that we saw in the organization and we also liked the fact that it was a little bit larger because it allowed us to not only find more personalities but kind of take a little bit of that pressure off of joining uh, so we could kind of be like guided a little bit more and I feel like that was really uh, helpful in order for us to kind of uh, be brought out because it was a very inviting uh, environment filled with people that were not only around us, but wanted to help us. That's amazing. It's really good that Teak tries to include everybody and wants everybody to join. Quick question for you, Tyler. I think you may know the answer to this. What are the eligibility requirements for students to join Teak? Is there any grade requirements? All right, so for uh, right now, um, you have to be, you have to have 12 credit hours underneath, underneath your belt and you have to have a GPA of a 2.5. What type of events and activities do you guys do throughout the school year? What events do you have coming up? Um, I think we have a lot of, uh, big events coming up and a lot of big events we've done in the past. I'm personally going to talk about, uh, we have a golf tournament coming up on April 23rd. It is going to be one of the biggest events we've ever thrown. Um, there's a 120 person um, sign up cap, so make sure you get your sign ups right away. Besides that, it's going to be a golf tournament based around where all the proceeds are going to go to St. Jude. We have sponsorship opportunities, team opportunities, basically anything that we can help to uh, the kids of St. Jude. 
And Jace can also talk about some of our older events that we've thrown. Right. So obviously, like Tyler said, we have the uh, golf open uh, coming up on the 23rd. But just speaking more on like some of our other events, you know, we do things like Dunkatique, which are things like uh, Dunkatique is a, an event where we have a giant dunk tank and we'll basically just structure it around um, the philanthropy for St. Jude or possibly fundraising or, you know, just trying to get some more campus engagement. And you'd basically just uh, throw like maybe a ball or something at, you know, the target and then one of us would fall in the dunk tank. We also have things like Isotique, where we uh, do things like ice water on us, uh, buckets, or as well as coolers, obviously depending on the amount that people donate on a particular Teak's head, that person will get more buckets or more ice. We've done things um, such as uh, Rent-A-Teak. We actually just did that one. I believe that was uh, earlier this week, if not last week. And um, that's basically an event where all of us in the chapter will kind of be auctioned to the crowd and we will provide a bunch of different services you know things like help with homework clean your room bdd um we have people that play musical instruments you can get those guys for uh you know playing music at your different events uh we do a lot of different things like car washes etc etc for rent uh some of our other events include uh just smaller things uh such as uh, when we do philanthropy, sometimes we just have like, you know, little interview uh, pop-up shop things or uh, informationals where, you know, we'll have more pamphlets and more uh, criteria for people to kind of take away. A lot of times uh, people love to hear what we have to say, of course, in terms of philanthropy, but sometimes it's easy to forget. You might not know where to get the information. So we always try to do things like that. Um, we have other events, obviously recruitment ones like rush ones. We do um, a lot of different things throughout random periods of the year. Last semester, we actually did a really big one called Oktoberfest, where we partnered with the ministry, and we had a bunch of people from campus uh, pop out. That was great. Just kind of get that student engagement up and that student uh, participation on campus up. Um, we had multiple orgs pop out for that. And uh, yeah, like Tyler said, this golf open that's coming up is definitely going to be our biggest one. And we're trying to get as much proceeds as possible to go to uh, St. Jude. So if you're interested or if you have anyone that you think might be interested in playing golf on the 23rd, then definitely let us know. You know, you can uh, hit us up on the Teak IG at uh, St. Leo Teaks, and that will be absolutely perfect for us. We have some flyers up there. We got some videos. And we're all going to be working the event. So even if you can't donate or whatever, pop out, raise awareness. You know, we're just trying to save these kids. That's amazing. If you don't mind me asking, can you tell me about the partnership you have with St. Jude Children's Hospital? St. Jude is something that we hold very close to our hearts. Um, actually, the founder of St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital is a talk, is a teak himself. It's uh, Frauder Danny Thomas. And basically... With St. Jude, uh, two years ago, um, we pledged to raise $10 million in 10 years, which at the time was the largest commitment of any social fraternity in the world um, for a single organization. And basically, just a little touch on a little bit of what St. Jude is. St. Jude is a research hospital for specifically for children that is aimed at uh, beating childhood cancer, which I think is a great cause. And um, another thing that not a lot of people know about is that anyone who checks in St. Jude and gets their services is not uh, billed a penny for any services given. So it's all based off of donations, based off of our support and everyone's support to help uh, end childhood cancer. How has recruitment been this semester? Do you have a lot of new members? 
So I think recruitment has been pretty good um, dealing with what we were given. So uh, this year, the recruitment's kind of swapped. The big recruitment is the first semester for this year. And so we're kind of dealing with the people that um, changed their mind about wanting to go out for Greek life. I think around seven people went out for recruitment and we took a solid three guys. So it was pretty good for us. That's not too bad with the cards you were dealt, you know? What would you say to someone that wants to join Teak or is thinking about joining Teak right now? Jace, can you answer that question? I would uh, definitely say it's worth looking into. I think uh, Teak, just like anything that you want to involve in your life, has to really be for you. Um, that goes for Greek life as a whole. I think that uh, the second that you know, you're know you in it for yourself, then that's when it'll truly be worth it. I don't think that going out for a Greek life is um, necessarily best for everyone. I think that it offers me a lot. It offers a lot of the people I know a lot. Probably one of the best decisions I've made. You know, I've gone to leadership conferences um, out of state as well. Tyler has himself in Colorado. I've been to one in um, Atlanta, which was our regional uh, leadership conference. And you've been to um, the uh, one in Colorado with like, what was that, like over 200 different teaks um, all up in the mountains. That was awesome. Mine had like about 300 in the hotel in Atlanta. You know, we get to talk to all these famous uh, alumni, famous donators. We get to see um, so many different things together, honestly. I think that Teak has really just kind of improved my life in a lot of different ways. It's giving me a network. It's giving me an outlet. You know, I'm able to uh, kind of build my resume with this organization as well, which is like a big thing for me because, you know, everyone um, gets into Greek life for their own reasons, but for me, I wanted a little bit of everything. You know, I wanted the fun, I wanted the business, I wanted the networking, and being part of that Teak network on LinkedIn and in their own internal systems, you know, I see it making a big difference um, in my life, even being a college student. And I know that uh, with our alumni connections that we have, that uh, that will only continue to happen as I graduate college. I'd just say keep an open mind. Uh, as Jay said, uh, Greek life and fraternities aren't for everyone. And I think that you really need to look at what you want to get out of the organization when you look at these things, because all of them offer the same stuff. They offer connections, brotherhood, uh, stuff to do. But you really got to look at um, what can they do for me. And I think that's one thing that I really emphasize with uh, all these people going through. And that this organization personally has given me more than I uh, asked for it's very it's very been a welcoming process uh, i've got a lot of cool trips as such as jay said i actually got flown out to colorado springs this summer for free which is an absolute best experience of my life four days in a cabin in the middle of the woods with 72 other teaks all there for the same reasons so i think those are really good experience really eye-opening so if you're thinking about uh joining teak i'd really just say uh find out what you want and go into it like that that's awesome. Y'all sound very inviting, and that's one reason why I kind of rushed as well. Are there any famous Teak members right now that are active, or just any famous Teak members in general? The biggest one that we're known for is uh, Ronald Reagan, and then we also have big ones such as uh, Danny Thomas, like I talked about earlier. We have Elvis Presley, The Big Show, Aaron Rodgers himself, um, and then personally, our chapter has Donald Artabia, um, who is actually... The school business is named after him. And the one thing that most people don't know is the third floor, you know how the colors are cherry red and uh, gray? Those mm -hmm. are actually um, our colors are fraternity. And so he asked, he asked for that. 
when the building was being built. So I think that's a really cool testament to see how those connections work in real life. Yeah, I think um, there's definitely like some pretty big famous alumni, honestly. Like one of my favorites is uh, 24K Golden. Uh, he's actually a teak from California. Not a lot of people know that. I think that's I think that's pretty fire. I know another big one was uh, Big Show. If you said that, I can't remember. Um, big Show is also a teak, the wrestler, as well as uh, Willie Nelson. Um, also the owner of the Hyatt, and I th- I believe it's Walgreens as well, the founder. The founder of Hooters as well is also a teak as well. Right. Thank you guys. Are there any final words before we wrap this up? I would just like thank you um, for putting us on this podcast. I think it was a great opportunity, great experience. And for anyone that is wondering about how to get more involved with campus life, just look around. There's always something to do. And if you're thinking about uh, joining a fraternity, definitely look at everything that, that the campus has to offer. Uh, besides that, thank you and rush deek. Yeah, I would pretty much have to say the same, honestly. The you know activities and engagement opportunities are there. I think a lot of people might not just uh, kind of realize they are, but, you know, organizations like ours, as well as the other ones, uh, we put on a lot. So, Jarrell, thanks for having us on. Thank you, Tyler, and thank you, Jace. Good luck to the both of you. To hear more episodes of the St. Leo 360 podcast, visit stleo.edu forward slash podcast. To learn more about St. Leo's programs and services, call 877-622-2009 or visit stleo.edu.